Hello, you are listening to the Plumfield Moms, and this is Monday Morning Book Review. The Strange Intruder, a Plumfield and Pidea book review, originally posted by Sarah Masaryk on October 31st, 2018. As a boy mom, a small part of my regular reading diet includes previewing books that come from trustworthy sources as possible read-alouds for the often difficult-to-please 8-14-year-old boy niche. In our Books Boys Love list, Diane and I mention that in our experience as teachers, boy moms, and encouragers of readers, we have learned that most boys like to read about real things, or things that could be real. Historical fiction, nonfiction, and specifically animal and nature-related books have a much higher chance of attracting reluctant readers than wordy prose or complex fantasy. Bethlehem Books has a catalog that will delight boy mamas, as it is rich with these kinds of books. In one of the regular Bethlehem Book sales, I picked up The Strange Intruder by Arthur Catherall, thinking it might be the kind of book that Michael would like. After previewing it, I am surprised by how much I liked this book. Surprised because this book is pretty much the opposite of what I like to read. It is short, the language is relatively simple, there is no character development, and the plot is ambiguous. But it is steeped in boyish mystery. Any plot summary I could give would make this story sound boring. And yet it isn't boring at all. In fact, it is mysterious and exciting and would be very appealing to boys who are interested in survival themes. Diane and I are nearly always suspicious of authors who write many books in rapid succession. In our experience, authors like that don't seem to let their stories rest long enough on the editing desk to be of any kind of high quality. Either the story or the writing tends to suffer from the need to write quickly. Even Charles Dickens and Mark Twain, rare exceptions to this rule, wrote some duds. I have only read one of Catherall's books, but according to a biographical sketch at the back of the book, Catherall was unique among his contemporaries. Between 1950 and 1980, he was, quote, bringing out fiction of a high quality at a constant rate, often under pseudonyms, to a total of 100 titles to his name, end quote. The editors at Bethlehem Books explain that while writing under the names of A.R. Channel, Dan Corby, J. Baltimore, Linda Peters, Peter Hallard, Trevor Maine, and Margaret Ruthen, Catherall persevered, quote, through many rejections and a long, hard grind uphill. He made a full-time career as the author of action-packed adventure books for young people, end quote. And that what he wrote was of good quality for young readers. Part of Catherall's genius lies in his varied and geographical settings. Despite fame and fortune, he loved to travel in the Kipling sort of way, simply, exotically, by sea, and intimately. He was a natural sailor, and he loved to see the whole world. While traveling, he would take in the location and look for a story from that place that would be true to the locale. Quote, 
As a young reader, I always took for gospel whatever I got from a book. For that reason, I have endeavored throughout my life as a writer to be authentic. As far as possible, I have been to places where I set my stories. I have worked with young people for over 40 years, and I have tried to get the feel of what they look for. End quote. The Evening News, March 3, 1966. The strange intruder is set on the Faroe Islands in the then-present time of the 1960s. At this time, the people of the islands have modern conveniences but old-fashioned lifestyles. They are entirely dependent on the deep-sea fishing and whaling trade of that region. When our story opens, a whale is spotted and all of the able-bodied men who are not currently on deep-sea fishing trips rush out to kill the whale. Their endeavor will take more than a day and will lead them many miles from home. While they are gone, a fishing boat signals the lighthouse that it is in distress. The situation is dire, as the cliffs and rocks make rescue nearly impossible. And the whale spotting emptied the island of any men or teenage boys and boats who could help. In an exciting twist, we find out that the fishing ship had captured a starving polar bear that they were hoping to sell, still alive, on the mainland. Needless to say, that polar bear has become a substantial problem. Is this story unlikely? Mm, Yes and no. That is part of what makes it so intriguing. It would not have been uncommon for a whaling party to leave the island while the other men were away fishing. A whale would have fed the entire island for months, and whale oil was a critical resource for their survival. Catherell makes it clear that a distressed fishing boat would not have been an uncommon tragedy, so the story had to be based on something else something unique. The polar bear gives us an unexpected and exciting twist. Thanks to the hungry bear, we have a story that is 80% action and 20% story development. This book reads quickly, is wholesome, and is ideal for boys who want to live vicariously in the shoes of a boy who's just about to come of age. The courage and strength of mothers, disabled community members, and the elderly shine through beautifully. There are a lot of heroes in this story. This book is available in paperback reprint from Bethlehem Books. It's also available in audio, narrated by John Lee. One warning. The polar bear does what starving polar bears do. It kills and eats anything in its path. Sensitive readers will want to know that the dog dies heroically while trying to protect his people and that some sheep are massacred. If you head over to our website, you will find not only links to both the print, Kindle, and audio copies of this book, but also we have included a number of interior photos from the book for you to preview.